All right, welcome to episode 90 of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Pat. I'm your host today, joined by Zach. Hello. Chance. What's up? And Rick. Rick. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are a gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news, game reviews, impressions, and talk about the game industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. We occasionally talk about movies, TV shows, favorite types of soup. Ooh. Have we done that? Even if we Rock have done cheddar. that, it, it deserves a revisit. Chicken noodle. Is chicken noodle a soup or a chicken chowder? noodle soup? It's a soup. A chowder. I, isn't chowder thicker soup? You can have soup. Is. Stuff can be in soup. It doesn't have to be liquid. Like chicken noodle soup also soup isn't thick. Liquid. Okay, good. I'm glad someone brought that up because going by that, my favorite soup is macaroni and cheese. That's not soup. That's not soup. That's it's pasta. It's stuff in liquid. It's no, stuff it's in not liquid. in liquid. It's cheese sauce. The cheese is not a liquid. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it isn't. I'm counting it. There's Fuck no you. broth. It needs to be in a broth. You never said that. Mac and cheese is not soup. I'm sorry. You got lawyered. Like, what are you like five years old, Pat? Jesus Christ. Like, oh, my favorite soup is mac and cheese. <laughs> First of all, there's nothing wrong with mac and cheese. It is delicious. Secondly, exactly. it's not soup. A little bit of Dijon mustard in there and like, yeah, put some, ba- put some bacon in there, some hot sauce. All right. We're going by that. My favorite soup is fucking beer. That's not <laughs> soup. No, uh, I mean, in reality, my favorite soup it. is roasted shrimp and corn chowder. But if we're going by that logic, my favorite soup is scotch. Are you ever going to tell us what your actual favorite <laughs> soup is? You're just naming things that aren't soup. All right. If you, do you want me to pick a real one? Yes. Both of you. Both you and Rick. You both have favorite. I already said life. roasted shrimp and corn chowder. That's the best soup. Apparently, we got the soup police on the fucking podcast over here. Just pick a fucking soup, Pat. <laughs> I'm not a, a big fan of soup to begin with. Uh, tomato soup with grilled cheese is good, but just tomato soup by itself is not. Uh, I do like uh, broccoli and cheddar, but not the one at Panera because that has like chicken broth in it. So uh, if you got like a vegetarian one, that's good. But I would have to say my favorite soup I've ever had is there was this Mexican bean tortilla soup that we were at Costco and the lady making the like demonstrating the blenders made and it was delicious. She used beef stock. No, she she had like she made it in front of us and she used vegetable broth. <laughs> Rick, do you want to pick a? You just go with chowder. I'll allow it. No, I said roasted shrimp and corn chowder. Uh, the old restaurant I used to work at it's closed now. But our head chef used to make a roasted shrimp and corn chowder with like chunks of uh, andouille in it. And oh my God, that was a great soup. Andouille? Like the little brother from Malcolm in the Middle? Yep. They, they roasted that kid up. Like he would just grow an extra <laughs> appendage each week and we'd throw it in the stock pot. And- I mean, we haven't seen him since he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He hasn't done anything else. So <laughs> he was working at this old restaurant. I don't know what he's doing now since that <laughs> restaurant closed. But uh, yeah, old Chef Marty at Brews Cafe in Granville made the best roasted shrimp and corn chowder that you'll ever have in your entire right, life. I'm going to cut out their name because they have not paid us. Well, fuck you, Marty. They need to pay us in some <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this week we will be discussing our predictions for 2021. But first, what have you been playing? <laughs> Chance, why don't we start with you? Because you, Yeah, start you with me. Last That's a perfect idea. <laughs> I've been playing, uh, I mean, the, so the normal stuff, so I'm skim through it, League of Legends, World of Warcraft. I have gotten a bunch of achievements on Cyberpunk, completing all the side quests and, like, uh, what do you call them? 
the scanner stuff, like all the blue things. Like on my map, there are no blue like I- uh, icons on my Mac. Oh, they're called gigs. Yeah, you said gigs. Yeah, pretty much. I <laughs> do, like, side, delay. <laughs> side quests and um. Uh, have you beaten the story of Cyberpunk yet? Or are you still working? No, I, that's the thing. I literally need to like fly through the story because literally there should be nothing distracting me on the way. <laughs> like I literally have done everything. I, I just have to do like some side quests, like or like yeah, yeah, the side quests and um like main story, and that's pretty much it. I know you said you have no blue things on here, but depending on how far you get in the story, it opens up other side quests. But I get it. I got characters. the achievements. Like I've completed them. Well, I think. Okay. Well, the thing is, is like. Well, I mean, maybe that's maybe side quest and not like the gigs and scanners or whatever they're called. Like multi-part side quests with actual like. Yeah, like the lines. side quests, like side side quests are like mini like chain missions. Yeah. I haven't done yet, but like yeah, all the scanners and like when you have to go hunt down a certain person or like um like the smaller things like the like the small very small like you know fetch quests and all that stuff. Like, like I have the question marks, all like you just have to walk and it'll like pop up or whatever. Yeah, yeah like the very small about. things I've I've completed all, and there are like a shit ton of those, and I've I've done I've done all those. I know. Yeah, I've spent forty hours in the game, and I've done like maybe ten percent of those. So, good, good on you. That's that's the one thing I have done more than you. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> Zach. What about you? Uh, yeah. So I guess to start off with, we were fortunate enough to get a review code for Habroxia Two from. Uh, Lily Mo Games, who are the developers, and East Asia Soft are the the publishers for it, and it's basically a like an old school like space shooter, almost like in the vein of Galaga, um, and it's got some like roguelike qualities where you're doing runs of certain, but it's leveled like there are levels, but you're doing those runs over and over to like level up your ship, and it's got like this old like old school retro graphic. And initially, it's there's a learning curve because it's twin stick shooter although i guess you can change it to have the face button be shoot but i'd rather use the twin stick once you get a feel for it it's not too bad and as you upgrade your ship it gets a little easier but at the beginning it is very very difficult to get used to the movement of the ship and everything is there like a story so at the beginning there's like a tutorial where you're the pilot um sabrina and her her father teenage witch yeah yeah exactly and uh uh, her dad is like letting her like fly the spaceship or whatever for like the first time, like out in open space. And that's the only time I've ever encountered anything as far as a story is concerned. Each level, there's like collectibles you can get. So there's a bounty enemy that you have to kill. There's bounty bosses in each level. And then there's like a floating little astronaut that's just like kind of floating at one point in each level. And you can like find them and rescue them. And each astronaut has like a name and like some backstory. But like that's is it. that optional, I'm assuming? Or... Uh yeah, so collecting the the bounty like there's like one bounty enemy which is just random. It's a random enemy. They don't look any different. Um, but you can kill them. The uh, the astronauts to rescue you can you don't have to get them. But the the bosses you have to kill them to obviously complete the level. And there are some levels that have two bosses, and you have to branch off it at one part of the level. So like there's a there, there'd be a point in the level where you can go like left or right, let's say. If you go left, you defeat that one boss, the level's over. So now you have to run the level again to go to the right to beat that boss. And that's how it advances the game and opens up more levels. Like you have to beat both bosses to advance. Um which was confusing at first because I would like go and do the level initially. And it says right there kind of what the objectives are, but I didn't really like pay attention at first. And I was like, okay, I've beaten like all of like the levels, like the stage one levels but I couldn't move further than that. Like nothing else had unlocked. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do? So I like went back and redid. It just happened to be the first level 
that there was two bosses in it. And I was like, oh, I just went another way. And then it's like, oh, it's a different boss. And that's kind of how I figured it out. Um, so there's not much in the way of like kind of telling you what's going on. Um, it's just very much like go do it, learn it yourself. Kind of like really old school kind of approach to the game. But like the, the gameplay is pretty solid. I've run into some upgrades on the ship. Like you can upgrade like special power. So you can have like homing rockets or like scatter shots or something like that. I found that the rockets are the most effective for, for me personally. So I haven't had too much like parody in how I play. But I guess it just kind of dependent on your on your style, I guess. Have you finished the game yet? Almost. Based on what they said, they said it was like five to seven hours of gameplay. I played it for like three hours. And I'm on like the fourth stage of levels, I guess. Um, and based on like the geography of the screen of where the levels are, the screen is like pretty full. So I don't know how much more I have left. Um, but at time of recording, I haven't finished it yet, but I'll definitely be done with it um, by this by the end of this weekend. So but it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Well, I'm proud of you, Zach. He doesn't hear that often, so oh. might as well get him to hear that. <laughs> How's the soundtrack? Because usually these type of games have like awesome like yeah, electro yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, it's very like old school, like arcadey, like techno stuff. And like the sound effects are really cool. Um it is it's just very like nostalgic and like that old school like kind of arcadey vibe so like if i if you like imagine like kind of like that old school electro techno sound it'll be exactly kind of like what you're picturing when you go and play it and you're playing on the ps5 yeah yeah i'm playing it on playstation so it's a ps4 code but it but it runs on ps5 so i've been playing it on backwards there. yeah but backwards so there's yeah. no like dedicated ps5 version It'll release on February 3rd. Wednesday, February 3rd? Yeah, yeah. So Wednesday, February 3rd, it'll release on Nintendo Switch, PS4, PlayStation Vita, Windows, and Xbox. I, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, if you like that old school kind of like Galaga style um, gameplay, I've really enjoyed it. So if that's more up, if that's up your alley, I think I think you'll really enjoy it. And then um, outside of that, uh, I've played a little bit more of Assassin's Creed and last of us and all that kind of stuff um got back into titanfall 2 which has been super fun i've been playing that for the last like five or six days and uh really yearning for the titanfall 3 that we may never get as far as what i've been playing that that's been it but it's been nice to kind of get back into titanfall so and honestly zach if if if, if titanfall is uh online multiplayer like uh campaign i'd be all about doing that with you buddy they don't have an online co-op campaign unfortunately the campaign is excellent i love it well, that sucks. Titanfall 2 is a single player campaign. It'll take you like five, maybe six hours to beat, but it's yep, 9,000% yeah. worth it. It's amazing. But yeah, Rick. It's so good. If you want to get into Titanfall, don't even bother with Titanfall yeah, 1. play Titanfall Just 2. Just start the campaign of Titanfall 2. And it is now on uh, Game Pass because it's EA, EA Access. Access. Yeah, I bought it like a year ago for like the complete like everything, the Ultimate Edition for like five bucks. Like I've had it for so long. I gifted it to my best friend. I just have yet to have the motivation to like straight up play it, so I need to. Rick, what have you? What I, I, I let me tell you what I've been playing, Pat. <laughs> well, I eventually finished Fractured Butthole. The South I know Park you were games. itching to finish that. Oh, I was really itching to get that Fractured Butthole. It was a great little lull after the crazy season of uh, Cyberpunk and uh, Assassin's Creed. Like it was a pretty busy late 2020. So 2021, I started off kind of like a pillow. Um, played something more familiar. I finally rolled credits on Hades. Didn't really <gasps> roll credits on it, but I finally beat the main boss. But still, the game's like appeal. Like even if like I've gotten to the main boss so many times, 
And then uh, on a casual run where I was just going to make myself better and be able to beat the main boss, I ended up having a really great, you know, set, and I made it to the main boss, and I beat him. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. It felt really good. So (laughs) I'm going to put that down a little bit. It's almost February, and we have our Fabled Achievement War. So kind of prepping for that a little bit. But before that, I've been playing some games that just for fun. So I... um. I've uh, been playing Immortals Phoenix Rising, and I just love that title so much. Like, Immortals Phoenix yeah. Rising. <laughs> gods and Monsters is better. <laughs> I love the fact that one of, like, the main, like, story, like, achievements is, like, Gods and Monsters. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Um, but mm-hmm. the combat system, I tried to do what I did with Assassin's Creed Valhalla and make it more like old school Assassin's Creed with the, uh, basically the buttons. But with their controller layout, it did not work at all. So I'm trying to figure out a whole new way to play a game that or a similar style of game that I played so many times before. And it's, uh, it got me distracted. So I went back and now I'm playing the original Assassin's Creed because again, no, no, yeah, well, I haven't played that in a long time because the past year I played Assassin's Creed two, uh, brotherhood. Oh, I thought you did one. I I, I completely skipped out on one on the playthrough. So Okay. Now I'm just playing one a little bit because I know it's quick and it's fun. So yeah. Other than that, oh, what else have I played? Donut County, and I will not nice. shut up about Donut County. It, oh boy, Seriously, it came out. Yeah, I know. I've, I've been telling everybody the one of the characters, one of the main characters in the game, BK, is a raccoon that causes all sorts of uh, calamity, and he's basically <laughs> Pat. Like if you've listened to this podcast at all, even today. And you play this game, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that raccoon is Pat. Um, but it basically involves, uh, it's almost like Katamari, but instead of rolling a giant ball and collecting things, you have a little tiny hole in the ground, and you collect things, and the more things you get, the hole gets bigger, and eventually you can collect like entire buildings and such. And that it does not fare well with the people of Donut County. And the raccoon's just like, maybe you deserved it. And they're like, well, kind of maybe we <laughs> did. It sounds about right. <laughs> hilarious game. You can uh, get it on your phone for, I think, less than $5. It's on Xbox it's game, on Pass game Pass right now. That's what prompted me to try it out. You can play uh, through the cloud on Game Pass, too, on, on it, right? Probably. I did not try. I just played it straight up on my Xbox. It took a total of like five hours to beat completely. Amazing game. Great dialogue. Wonderful story. Great music. Holy cow. Uh, as I said, it's been out for a couple years. Holy hell, if you have not played this, I highly recommend it. It is on my list. Pat, what the fuck have you been playing? I'm glad you asked. Uh, So let me talk about Immortals as uh, Rick was talking about it. Uh, So I did finish the main campaign of Immortals. It took me about 30 hours, and I fucking love the game. I talked about this last week. Like, in my mind, it's higher than Breath of the Wild. And some people might consider that blasphemy, but I did find Breath of the Wild annoying because I did not care for the story. I don't even remember most of it. Uh, and the rain was annoying as fuck. And also rep- weapon degradation. Yeah. Weapon degradation is annoying. Immortals is basically Breath of the Wild without weapon degradation, without rain. Okay. The way I see it is Immortals is Assassin's Creed, but added in a stamina bar. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, you could. I guess you could say that. Uh, it takes a little bit more of that exploration route, though. Like, you can do stuff in any order. Because it has, like, different... Like, the island is divided up into sections for each god. 
but you can do them in any order. Like you don't have to do it. Like Assassin's Creed, you have to do this part of the story before going to the next part or, you know, whatever opens up. But this is more exploration based. But yeah, I, I love it. And I totally recommend it to anyone. You can get it super cheap. They just announced DLC. So, you know, when stuff dies down again, I might just hop on in that DLC and start playing that because the game's awesome. I, I would say it's like if I had to review it, I'd probably give it around like an 8.5 out of 10. And those of you who are like, what? But you said it's better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is probably like an 8 out of 10 for me. So take that. Ooh, 8 out of 10 for will. such a masterful game. My name is Pat. I'm edgy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's still a shit ton for me to do in the actual game because, like, that has, like, the little, the vaults of Tartaros, which are, like, the uh, the shrines in Breath of the Wild. Really, really love the game and really enjoy it. And then I was, like, itching for something to play, so I actually bought Hitman 3. I have never been the type of person who's been into Hitman. Like, I, I played the first one when it was on Game Pass originally, and I'm like, man, it's interesting, but it just never clicked. Hitman 3 has been getting some like really positive buzz and I just wanted something to play. So I bought it. Now I have all the content in Hitman 3. So I've, I've actually started with the Hitman 3 level. So I played the first one, which was just kind of getting my feet wet. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is fun. And then I played the second level and the second level, you, they, they do the things where here's the people you have to kill or here's the thing you have to steal or whatever, go do anything in the level. And then the when you come across like two NPCs talking about something or you find a clue to something, it'll open up a uh, mission opportunity, which will allow you to do something that'll probably get you closer to your target. So in the second mission, there's a manor. It's like an English manor that you have to go and you have to kill the, the main person who's like in the manor. And she has hired a private detective. So the private detective is like by the, the gate when you start off in the level. So as soon as you like take like a couple of steps into the main area, a little mission opportunity comes up like, oh, why is the private detective here? Maybe you can take his place. He's going right in. So you can do that. And then you go in and then she explains why he's there. Like a person has died and she thinks she suspects foul play. So she wants you to investigate the members of the family who were in the house, check their alibis, look for clues and find out what happened to this guy. And you can finish the mission in like, 10 minutes, really, if you just pull out your gun, shoot her in the face and then run out uh, as she's explaining everything to you. But the the fucking the actual mystery is so interesting that it, I just spent like 45 minutes going through everything and like figuring out the clues, connecting the dots. And I'm like, OK, this could possibly be the solution, but I haven't investigated that other person's room. And let me question them to see if their alibi matches. Oh, they're talking about the servant staff. Let's go over to that area and see if the, the servant staff like corroborate their story. And it just it's I loved it, like clicked. And like, I want to play Hitman so much. Like I played two more levels after that. And they're all like fabulously designed. And like and once you finish a level uh, a huge grid pops up with all the different things you could have done and then stuff that you've done highlights. So then you see like, oh shit, there's a way to kill this guy by making him hit a, a golf ball that is really a grenade, like a disguised golf ball. And I'm like, I want to figure out how to do that. So it's it's about like replaying the mission to find these other opportunities. And it's almost like you're you're like directing a play, like you're in a play and this stuff is happening around you and you have to figure out 
now is the time I go and fuck with this to do that and then get this guy in this location and make sure I'm wearing this disguise so they don't know I'm here or whatever. And it's just, it's super fun. I highly recommend it. Definitely want to continue playing more of that. And it has actually made me want to add a category for level design in the Tuggies this year. Wow. So I think that's something we should talk about. And then obviously the medium I've been playing. Uh, if you haven't been following our Twitter, uh, medium is actually a game we are going to Twitch stream the full playthrough of. Uh, I started doing that last night, uh, got through about four hours. I did some tonight, the night that we're recording this, got through like one hour and like 48 minutes because it was like a natural stopping point. I think I'm like very close to the ending. So I just didn't want to, like we were doing this podcast, so I didn't want to you know, stop somewhere in the middle or whatever, but I really like medium right now. And it's definitely a game that you can tell is it's, it's not triple a it's done by Bluebird team. The team who has done Blair, Witch. they've done layers of fear. They've done observer. I really enjoyed observer and layers of fear. They're very good at storytelling and world building to create like that lore and make you get lost in that story. The thing that they, kind of struggle with is to get those production values and like animation and, you know, gameplay and stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of like an homage to silent Hill in, in the, the vein of like fixed cameras, um, third person, like you're walking around and the character feels a little tanky to control, like stiff. I can see what they were trying to do, but I feel like you could have done that same thing by having a third person over the shoulder camera and it just would have felt better. It would have felt more 2021 than what happened. But the reason I'm playing and the reason I love it so much is the story. So you're playing as Marianne, who is a medium as the title suggests. And she has these reoccurring dreams about this girl at a lake. And then there's a guy chasing her and then they get to like the, the corner of the lake and then a gunshot goes off and then she'll wake up. And that's like a reoccurring dream she's had. Like she's not the girl in the dream. It's just something that she keeps having. And uh, she grew up in foster care and the game starts with like your foster parent dying. And then she gets this weird call from this guy who claims to know her named Thomas. And he's like, come find me at this hotel. She's like, why would I do that? Like, I don't even know who you are. Guy on the phone is like, I know about the girl in the lake. Come find me. I know who you are. So yeah, it's, it's get that like little thread that it's pulling on and that kind of carries you to the next big reveal. And then it got to this one point and then I'm like, Oh shit. Like I'm intrigued. And then it got to this point with a wheelchair and I'm like, Holy fuck. I'm totally in. So I, I totally recommend it starts off pretty slow. Just keep going. If you're, if you're finding yourself, you know, like I'm kind of bored or whatever, give it like another hour or so until you get to that like next mission thread. And, and I think you'll be hooked. So Definitely worth it. It's on Series X. It's on PC. Um, it's on Game Pass. So you can play it for free if you have those. Wait, so since I have Game Pass, can I play it on streaming or do I need a Series X? You need either a Series X or a PC. It's not on console streaming yet. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I'm having like uh, regret for not getting a new next-gen system right away. Yeah, this is the first game where it's like... You know, that's been an issue. Every Everything else has been available on both Xbox One and Series X. Uh, but um, w- what this really makes me want with Bloober Team is I want them to get the funding to kind of put more people in like the animation team or like the 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 technical side of it, because this game definitely is very buggy on PC. Like there's texture pop in issues like 
a lot of times like the textures will flicker in and out every time you go in your menu and you pull up a, an item you have it'll load like just the bare minimum textures and then they'll pop into the full textures like after a split second or whatever. So even, even though I'm running it off an SSD, so I haven't played too much on the series X yet. So I kind of want to test it and see if that's a thing, but it's a good game. It's just with those technical hurdles, it could have been better. So I'll give you my full review when I finish it, but uh, make sure to follow us on Twitch and you can watch me play through it uh, with technical issues and all. Cause we uh, stream for 40 minutes without game audio and I had no idea. Yeah. So housekeeping for a second like i talked about follow us on twitch for the full playthrough of medium and then we will be having that achievement war starting february 1st so zach will i'm sure tweet out the start of that and then we'll kind of give updates me and pat are going head to head Um, everybody everybody we invite everyone to participate and please god guys participate it's i I can't be pat on my own like not not just Zach and Chance, they're, they're going to participate whether they like it or not. Uh, I'm talking about the listeners, too. So follow us on Twitter and we'll be posting updates and everything. Uh, when February ends, we'll have a post up there saying, like, this is what like people in the podcast earned. And then you reply with what you earned. Yeah. And you can follow me. My Xbox gamer tag is TugPodRick. Um, I'll be on there and you'll see all my achievements and what I've been doing. And, and I am fucking coming for you, Pat. Let the best man win. How dare you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. All right. Not slow news 2.0. So this is where each of us brings a recent news story to the group to discuss with a five minute limit. It's not fast, but it's not slow either. So who wants to go first? Zach will. Zach will go first. I'm going first. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, so yeah, so my... My not slow news topic, if you've been living under a rock the last few days, but it will be about GameStop stock and how that has risen to astronomical levels. GameStop stock was short sold by hedge funds, like 140% lower than its value. I don't know the exact numbers. I can't remember. I'm not going to bother trying to remember them. Um, But uh, this Reddit group called Wall Street Bets had been keeping track of the stock for a couple of years. And then they all, a bunch of people just started diving in and buying this stock at a very low price and what they've done now is that they have basically the the price of the stock has risen now like 1700 percent. i think was one of the numbers i saw well that's Uh, from the low to the high yeah from the low from the low to the from the low from i think it was last year where it had a low of like three dollars and something a share and when you say last year that's like november december last year right yeah 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 And, and it was like and then it skyrocketed like 1,700%. And because of this, um, these hedge funds, uh, one in particular, I think it's is it Melvin Capital, I think it is, is in some pretty deep shit because now they're going to be completely bankrupt, assuming when they have to do this. So for those of you who don't really understand what's going on, that hedge fund short sold the stock. And basically to short something is you borrow the stock to sell it and then eventually buy it back. So like, for example, like if we were a hedge fund, we would buy a, borrow a stock and sell it for $10 on the assumption that it will continue to decline and then buy it back, let's say for $7. And then we return that stock to whoever we borrowed it from and then we keep the difference. So we make the $3 difference or whatever. So this hedge fund shorted the stock by 140%, sold it, and a bunch of people just dove in and bought it. And because of that, the stock's price rose. Yeah so much wall street bets the subreddit 
their whole plan was to get a huge group of people and just buy and hold on to the stock because yeah. that'll increase demand, which will increase price. Right. So whenever the the short ends yeah. and they have to rebuy it, right. it's going to be a huge amount yeah. of loss for them. And that, that moment that the hedge fund has to buy back. So when they short sell the stock, they must buy it back. There's, they, they have to. That's called the short squeeze. And when that squeeze happens, a bunch of people are going to make a lot of money on it. And it, it sucks because like when we were talking about it, we were talking about it before the podcast. We had a podcast episode talking about GameStop specifically <laughs> and how they are. I dying... believe it's called. I believe it was titled. Is that insider trading? But it, it might have been titled <laughs> yeah. that. And, and whatever. If you, I want to go back and slap 2020 us for being like. For just not rec, I mean, I don't know how we would have it recognized might have been 2019, it. Twenty nineteen, whatever it was, we talked about how GameStop is a dying company and is going to go to the way of Blockbuster and it's going to die and f- go into insolvency. And now, if at that time, at that time, that stock was worth three dollars a share, yeah, we could you have know, made, we could be millionaires. <laughs> yeah, if so, you had bought a thousand dollars worth of GameStop stock at that time, you would and be sold a millionaire. It for the high right on January twenty seventh, you would have made. You would have been a millionaire, yeah. And I just want to say that if we've learned anything from this situation is that do not listen to us when it comes to stocks. <laughs> well, like, uh, I don't know if that's the lesson. I think the that's lesson the lesson you take away. Also, don't trust hedge no funds. No one like, fucking <laughs> understands how the stock market works. I have works. a question. So have you guys yeah. seen that, that one ad with the actor who is, who's in Spider-Man? He's like the bully. Flash Thompson from Homecoming. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like he was in a ad with like a stock, um, or a stock app. It was just <laughs> random, but I, I was like, oh, I know that guy from Spider Man, and he was in that. Was that the whole story? Was that, <laughs> that, was that it? Slow down everything. <laughs> Come on, Pat. That is Ace podcast material. I thought it was the hedge, oh the hedge thing. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, the these he- and now it's kind of opened up it's opened up a broader discussion which really shouldn't be having to be had but about whether or not this is like external manipulation of the stock market it isn't i think the problem is like so buying a stock with the hope that it'll increase is not the crime the crime is if you buy a stock for super low and then make false rumors or something that people hear and then buy that stock based on the rumors that you're spreading right which results in the price going up that's the crime so I don't think that part, I don't think that crime has happened here. A bunch no. of people bought the stock hoping that it will go up. Yeah. But I they, mean, they didn't purposely. And, and they, they understood and are, were savvy enough to understand what a short sell is to buy and hold the stock. It, it's a strategy is really all it is. What they've done is do what hedge funds do, essentially. And they've just done it back to them or recognized like the, the, the hole in the, in the, in the plan. Or what it is. Mm-hmm. It's on the hedge fund for short selling it for that amount. But I mean, it's not necessarily video game news, but it does involve GameStop, GameStop. which yeah. is which is it's just a kind of ridiculous that it, it that they were that it's just kind of happened only, this way. Like, yeah, the only reason it involves GameStop because it was like right place, right time. Like that yeah. stock was low enough. Yeah. That people it, thought like it could have been anybody. Been. As somebody who got a lot of GameStop gift cards for Christmas to buy a new Xbox. <laughs> I'm Rick very happy that out. GameStop will likely not go out of business soon. See, the thing is, GameStop yeah. could still go out of business. Like the, the Fuck problem you, is, is like this. Eat a dick, Zach. The, the stock, I'm sorry. Like the stock is not uh, indicative of like the company's actual value. 
the stock is just based on a demand of the short sell itself. Once the short squeeze happens and people sell that stock, GameStop will still be a dying company. Its business model is a failing model. It's not going to survive unless they do something to change it. But at yeah. least for right now, they ha- this stock has value. But that's just more indicative of the market itself as opposed to GameStop. All right. All right. So my topic, uh, I kind of want to talk about uh, there was a Resident Evil showcase that happened uh, recently, and they kind of went into more details about Resident Evil 8 Village. We saw a new trailer and we saw some new gameplay for Resident Evil Village. Everybody is thirsting over this vampire lady on the Internet, and I can totally see why. (laughs) They gave us some more gameplay and then they talked about the actual release date, which will be. Yeah. So May 7th, 2021 is Resident Evil Village. That's when that'll be coming out. I was hoping it would be like around March or April because we had that's like when we had uh, Resident Evil 3 and stuff. But probably because of the pandemic and everything they they need a little bit more time so uh, it's available to pre-order right now they have like a collector's edition which is like over two hundred dollars or something i think um i'm probably just going to go for the standard version but they also talked about anyone who buys resident evil village also gets uh resident evil or no yeah resident evil verse which shortens into re verse so reverse uh, this isn't the first time they're experimenting with multiplayer for Resident Evil. Uh, when Resident Evil 3 Remake came out, they had that asymmetrical multiplayer mode. Uh, I forget what that was called, but it, like I only played it like one or two times. It didn't really interest me. It was like one person is the dungeon master and the rest of the people have to escape. This one is more like a team deathmatch with all the different you know people who have been stars or villains in resident evil so uh rick is actually going to be testing that out for us he got into the the closed alpha so he will tell us more about that next week when he's had time to play uh but i right now can talk to you about the visual demo or whatever that they have released on the playstation 5 so they released a visual demo called the maiden uh, it does not include any sort of combat, and it's it's like it was like fifteen to twenty minutes. You could have spent more time in it exploring if you just ran through it. It could have just taken you about ten minutes, but I spent about twenty minutes just trying to look around and do everything I can in the demo. Uh, it's only for PS5 right now. You can download it and play it. They did say there's going to be another demo coming out later on. Uh, in the spring sometime for all the platforms, which I'm assuming will be more in the lines of like actual combat and get a more feel for the game. This one was purely to like show what the RE engine can do on next gen. So I played it on PS5. Uh, it was you're basically in the dungeon of the castle and you have to try and escape. So, um, you know, you get out of the you get out of the the cell you're in and then you slowly make your way up to the the living area of the castle out of the dungeon and it is super creepy and then you eventually run into the the vampire ladies and then the main huge giant vampire lady and uh the the thing that really st- like stuck out to me is the resident evil engine like it looked awesome like it looked so beautiful the hdr was perfectly on point black levels and everything were great and then everything just looked so detailed Uh, it ran pretty well it was it's targeting 60 fps i did notice a couple of frame drops when i was walking like up the stairs in the main living area you know it's still a demo so they might you know fix that frame rate issue when the main game releases but i will probably getting it be getting it on xbox because even if it has frame dips on xbox 
uh, Xbox Series X supports variable refresh rate. So even if the frame dips, my TV, the refresh rate of my TV also dips with it. So it still feels smooth overall. Um, another thing that they talked about is before they had only announced Resident Evil uh, Village for Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. Now they have officially confirmed it is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the thing I would kind of be hesitant is um, wait for reviews. There is a free upgrade to the next gen, but if you are on PS4 or if you're on Xbox One, maybe wait for reviews because we know what happened with Cyberpunk. You know, just saying, it, it, I'm not saying it, like. RE7 was using the Resident Evil engine and that ran fine on last gen. It's just, you know, it's best to hold off right now just because Cyberpunk is so fresh in everyone's mind. You don't want something like that to happen again. But, you know, on next gen, I, I feel like it's going to it's gonna be great. So really looking forward to that. And I'm really excited for Resident Evil Village. So, yeah. Chance, you want to do yours? Yeah. Um... All right, well, I guess I wanted to talk about um, the rumors of a Harry Potter show uh, happening possibly on HBO, but then getting discredited, um, possibly because they might be distancing themselves from J.K. Rowling. And um, The game was actually delayed this year, too. The game was delayed till next year, right? Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, because they announced it. Was it the Game Awards? When did they announce it? No, it was the PlayStation conference, right? Yeah. Yeah, the official PS5 reveal, They we had that trailer, mm-hmm. and then they're like, 2021, and then fucking January, they're like, no, not 2021. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those weird things, which is like, um, everyone loves Harry Potter and loves the world and wants to see more from it, but people just, the author's just too, like, controversial and, like, they don't like the yeah. author, but they have to deal with her because it's her, like it's her property like it's her so it's kind of difficult and and stuff like that so so everyone's hope like everyone loves the idea of a high quality hbo show of harry potter um possibly with uh you know act you know the original three actors or other actors from the movies making cameos or being characters in the show and uh that you know just seems like there's gonna be a lot of uh obstacles in the way from that happening again um, and then, yeah, there is a game coming out now next year got delayed that, you know, was leaked, what, like a year ago or two years ago that was like leaked at a mall or something, the gameplay like they were testing. Yes. It. They pulled a, like they pulled somebody from a mall to like focus test it. What if you were that personally... random guy, you're just walking in the, in the mall and like, Hey, you come over here. <laughs> we want you to try something. And then you're freaking like, what is this? And like, clearly it's a Harry Potter video game. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, everyone here is excited for a Harry Potter game, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's that whole thing about, though, like, can you separate the art from the artist? And, uh, you know, we talked about it before with, like, Kevin Spacey and everything he's done. In my opinion, it's just like, yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling is going to benefit from this because she owns the IP. She's going to make money. If you buy the game, she will make money off of it. But there's also hundreds of people who have worked on it that are not absolute trash people who are also going to be making money off of it. So like Apple has sweatshops, uh, Nike has sweatshops. Like there's nothing, no product you can buy that is not tied to a bad thing that has occurred. Right. Like if you've seen a good place, then you know what I'm talking about. Like it's so hard to find like something positive that has not had a negative effect on the world. 
So, you just need to find. You just need to come to grips with the fact that there there are things that is just more positive than negative, even though the yeah, negative it's might just, be. It's a decision you got to make for yourself. If you feel right. like no supporting this game is supporting J.K. Rowling, who's obviously made a bunch of transphobic statements and is just a trash person, you don't want to like have any money go to her. That's perfectly fine. Don't buy the game. Right. Whatever. But you could also see like looking at the glass half empty versus or half full versus half empty. Like you are benefiting the hundreds of people that are not trash people that have not made transphobic statements online. They're getting money out of it. Yeah. So up to you. whether yeah, or not- It just sucks that she's so uh, naturally that she's so synonymous with that, like with that IP. People were like, I've never seen someone try so hard to like sabotage something they've created. Like it, it made no sense. It was completely unprovoked, especially someone who was like, so for like, equality and diversity and stuff like she was she came out and said dumbledore is gay right and um he had the relationship with grindelwald and like that was also like people were asking her and she just said it and like she's like yeah i mean i i see that as just a normal relationship and then now now she's like well trans people aren't people like what the fuck is wrong (laughs) with you yeah it's just a weird weird just i don't like her so but it is what it is Still like Harry Potter. Yeah, still, yeah, you can anymore. separate the art from the artist. It's not necessarily easy all the time, but... Kevin Spacey is an absolute dick, but The Usual Suspects is still a great Yeah, The Usual movie. Suspect was amazing. Seven was amazing. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really like hard He's objectively a good actor. That doesn't make... That doesn't mean you think he's a good person or anything. Like, it is just kind of is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you search Twitter enough, you can see what Zach said about certain groups of people. Oh, yeah. I don't like fans of Manchester United. That's just something that I will just, I don't like them. <laughs> anyway, Rick, what is your not slow news story? My not slow news story is actually going to be pretty much not slow. So I'm going to go back to the old format for right quick, just to speed things up. So I'm going to read a news headline. And you guys have one sentence to respond. So Kevin Hart, it will play Roland in the new Borderlands Eli Roth movie. Zach. That movie's going to be terrible. All right, Chance. Since he's going to be in it, it's going to flop. And Pat. Why did they not cast him as Claptrap? All right. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum delayed to 2022. Uh, Zach. Uh, you know what? That's fine. I, again, I have reservations about a All right, Pat. Lord of the Rings Gollum game. <laughs> did you say Pat or Chance? He said Pat. Pat. That was my sentence. Oh. <laughs> All right, chance. I, I, I that's all. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yep. There's your sentence. All right. Uh, Snyder cuts coming March 18th. Are you all ready, uh, Zach? That's not gonna. That's not gonna change the fact that movie will still be terrible. All right, Pat. Yeah. So March 31st, I can say it was terrible. And chance. It's gonna suck. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog voice actor seemingly departing role, Pat. He was the worst. John Ralphio voice. Would you say he was what? Departing the role? He's seemingly departing the role. Oh, I mean, they could just find someone else. All right, and Zach. I don't know, man. It's the end of it. It's the end of an era. Chance hates Roger Craig Smith. One sentence. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make this fast. All right. Hitman developers, uh, James Bond won't be based on any previous actor. Okay, Chance. Um, that's a horrible idea, and now James Bond is a laughing stock. I, I'm I'm okay with that. All right, and that is not slow news. Uh, thank I'm you. I'm perfectly much. fine with that. I think that should definitely be the method they go with. <laughs> I'm sorry, I skipped Pat. I just was, so it's fine. 
Yep. All right, and that is uh, my not slow news because I kind of miss the old style a little bit. All right, so moving along. So we are going to do our topic of the show now, which is predictions for 2021. Uh, This will kind of be different. So I have some general questions slash predictions for everybody that we will all weigh in on. And then at the end, each of us will give our three predictions overall. So we'll go one at a time once we get to that. But let's jump right into it. So these are all predictions for 2021. So Nintendo Switch Pro, we've been hearing a lot of rumors on it the 4k version of switch or like the higher quality switch there's no official word in fact doug bowser himself denied the presence of anything saying that they're focusing solely on the switch hardware so do we think it's real do we think it's coming out this year chance i hope it comes out this year um what is your prediction what is my prediction if i were to say that it is coming out this year so you think it's coming out this year i do and it's going to be the top selling console it would be very Nintendo of them to do that. And I think they won't do that just to kind of avoid like a Wii U kind of situation. I don't think they're going to release another Nintendo Switch style. I think they are going to keep focusing on the hardware. I think that is something for the future, maybe perhaps next year. Okay, so not in 2021. Yeah, Rick, what about year. you? I don't think it's happening. Uh, Switch sales uh, with the, what, in the, within the past year especially since the pandemic hit, have been through the fucking roof. It's the best-selling console 24 months in a row. Exactly. So, like, why? Why would you need to make a better version when you're already making so much fucking money? It's like, it makes no it makes no sense at all. Right. So Especially I if think, people just bought the Switch, they're not going to buy the newest one. Like, And if Bowser said, yeah, this is not happening, it's not like they'd be like, oh, it's not happening, but I have a present for you. No, they're like, they don't fucking need to. Like, they don't need to care. I think there is a way they do care, and they do find a way to sell this to people who don't want to buy new hardware. So I think they're not going to do a new Switch, like a new handheld version of the Switch. I think they're going to give you, they're going to put out a dock, a dock that has a a USB-C port that has some sort of uh, external graphics processing unit or CPU or extra power or whatever it needs to juice up the switch that's already like you already have. So you buy just the dock and then you put your switch in that dock and now it runs off the processing power in the switch plus the processing power that's in the dock. So would the dock essentially like upscale it? Yeah. And will that work for the uh the standard a uh, mobile system because a lot of those $200 systems got sold so if they could enhance the graphics and play it on the TV with this upgrade, do you think they're going to do that? Definitely. And that because a lot of people will buy it still because it's like, oh, it's not a a whole new console. It works with my switch right now. And it's something they can slowly sell to people when you already have such a large install base. How much do you charge for it? It could be 100. It could be 200 somewhere in between there. It just it doesn't need to have a screen. It doesn't need to have battery. It just needs to have the extra GPU slash CPU processing. They already work with NVIDIA for the system on a chip. So NVIDIA supports DLSS, which is just taking like a lower scale image and using uh, AI computations to add extra image quality and make that 4K. So I think that's how it'll get to to 4K because I don't think the Switch itself can get anywhere near that, even with like extra processing and stuff. So I think that's the solution. That's how you get more people to buy more hardware without doing a lot of R&D or, you know, all that. Right. So I think that'll happen in 2021. 
or at least we'll, that'll get revealed. I don't know if it'll be released. All right. Question two here, star Wars Knights of the old Republic. There was leaks that it's being worked on more like who's working on it. And obviously we, this was before they announced that the EA deal is the EA exclusivity is out. And then after that, there was a report that KOTOR is being worked on and it's by a studio that we will never guess. And then it's someone who's isn't a household name. So do we think these uh, rumors are true? Who do you think's working on it? And will it come out this year? Rick. All right. Um, are these rumors true? Probably. They'd be fool not to be working on KOTOR. Yeah. Who's working on it? They said it's not a household name. Oh, Obsidian would be too obvious. They're not a household name, but I, I think that's somebody who we'd guess. So, yeah, I'm going to say Remedy. Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay. Will we see it this year? Probably not. Honestly, Remedy has all the mechanics to do sweet, like Jedi moves and stop time and freeze that stuff. Like fly. Holy shit. Well, Jedi can't fly. Mace, Mace Windu <laughs> kind of pointed that out. <laughs> Zach? You know, it's tough because I, I know we were talking about this, I think, in the Slack. And I think Pat may have mentioned it. You're going to take mine? I'm giving you credit for it. Because I'm pretty sure you're the one who said it would be from software. Yeah, that's my, like, out there one. Real, yeah, that'd be out there, considering From Software would be more like a Fallen Order 2. But this is right, like, but like an that RPG, would, but... strategic RPG, like, and From has their hands full with, hopefully, Elden Ring. But they have multiple teams. They, they put out Sekiro 2019, and then they're going right. to Dark Souls. And then, and then yeah, they've been doing nothing since. If they want to kind of keep that RPG... Uh, turn-based combat but do it in an interesting like new way uh, i'm kind of looking at it like the the final fantasy 7 remake how that was it took inspiration from the turn-based but it wasn't turn-based in the remake so i'm thinking that's what kind of they'll do and from software just seems like a good fit to make that gameplay fun you know right yeah i can't really think of anyone else that would assuming it's third I mean, party do you do, you, do we think it's going to be multi-platform because yeah, the original KOTOR was an Xbox exclusive. Right. It's not anymore, but... I mean, could Ninja Theory? There you go. I mean, That's, they could, I like that. but they're also working... They're working on Hellblade 2. They're working on Project Mara. Right, but like Hellblade 2... they're also working on that un- untitled project. That could be the untitled project. <laughs> they stopped product, like, doing th- stuff on Bleeding Edge. That was announced this week, so I'm sure they're... focus on Hellblade 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, if Pat, if Pat wants to stick with From Software, I wouldn't mind seeing Ninja Theory do it. But. No, you can, you can take it. I have something else. I mean, I, I'm, I'm good with either. I mean, honestly, I, I think From Software, from what we talked about, I think that of the out there ones, I think makes the most sense. Chance, what about you? Um, well, first of all, I think it's definitely not coming out this year. And if I were to guess who would be developing it, I think it might be THK Nordic. They make it. They're developing like 17,000 games. So yeah, but know. they're getting rid of one of them. But I mean, they have to get that out the door to make room <laughs> they're not for getting, They're for releasing it. They're not getting rid of it. <laughs> they're getting rid of it. It's done. Get it out. It's, I, that's it's, what it feels like. It's like, you just need to get this out the door. And it's, yeah, by the same people. Yeah, the same people who uh, made SpongeBob SquarePants battle for Peony Bottom Rehydrated. Has a 10 out of 10. <laughs> in, has, a, has a 10 out of 10 in Steam. I didn't know that. It's in good hands. It's in good hands. This game's in good hands. 
Pat, what about you? What, what do you think? I think it's definitely being worked on. Do we see it this year? I think we might see an announcement. I don't think we see the actual game this year. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say the, the game would be released. Like they'll, they'll reveal yeah. who's actually doing it. Everything. I, I think that I could see a reveal happening. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Because with the whole Lucasfilm games coming back and doing all that. So that would make sense. If it is an Xbox exclusive like the original was, I think you give it to In Exile, who have been doing uh, Wasteland 1, 2, and 3. That's a top-down RPG, just like the, well, not like, just like it. But, but it's still like um, an RPG, like stop, like yeah. time your turn. Turn-based yeah. RPG with like story emphasis, player choice, having a party of different people and stuff. I think they would make a great studio to keep working on that. They said they are working on a, a AAA RPG uh, using Unreal Engine 5 that's going to be like an action RPG. They would shout. be a great fit. Yeah, I think if that's... If it's going to be Xbox exclusive, you give it to them. If, if it's, it's not, not going to be Xbox exclusive, I still like the idea of From Software. I want to see what that because From From Software is very highly regarded, like they're the critical darling. But all of their games have been, you know, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, all that stuff hasn't really clicked with me because it doesn't have that story connection. But I really enjoyed Fallen Order. So if they take that Star Wars license and make a Dark Souls game out of it, you know, using the Knights of the Old Republic property, then I would totally play that. So mm-hmm. just the fact that I want to play one of their games, I, I'd be I'd be down for that. I will right now make a pizza bet with somebody that it will not be called Knights of the Old Republic. It will be called Knights of the High Republic because they've been doing their, the Star Wars has been doing the thing where uh, they're like, everything is under the High Republic umbrella. Like because the podcast that's, and whatever. Yeah, all the books and like uh, the Bad Batch and all that, like the TV shows and stuff like that's that's an area they want to focus on because it's old enough. um, It's it's so far back in the past that there are Jedi around so they can use that, like build upon that instead of like setting it in the present timeline where we have one or two Jedi left. Um, And, it you know, you have all this baggage with the characters. All of that is wiped away if you go thousands of years back. So. I think it'll be called Knights of the High Republic, not Knights of the Old Republic. Knights I mean, of the High Republic being not like, I guess, Star Wars, Knights of the High Republic, not yeah. Star Wars blank, Knights of the High Republic. So not a subtitle, but an actual title. I'm sure most of our listeners will know the difference between a subtitle and an actual title. But yes. so Star Wars, Knights of the High Republic, blank. Yeah, that. I'll make yeah. that pizza. If bet. they have a subtitle, they might not even have a subtitle, but it'll be Star Wars Knights of the High Republic instead of Knights of the Old Republic. All right. I'll I'm make that pizza. pizza that. I will. I will 100%. Because fuck okay. you, Pat. So you, you think it's going to be called anything besides that, or are you saying it'll be called Old Republic? Honestly, I'm not going to say High Republic. So anything if besides, anything High besides Republic. what you think. Like, okay. if, if, right. if High Republic is mentioned in the title. Not subtitle. It could be in the subtitle. No, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't go down this rabbit hole. You, it has to be called Knights of the High Republic. You do not, do not loophole yourself because if it's called like Star Wars: The High well, Republic, or if something, it's called like, Star Wars: Colon Knights of the High Republic, that counts still. Is that a subtitle or is that a title? No, 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 that's a title. That'll be that's a title, title. especially for no, a Star we'll Wars that. game. No, no, we'll okay. count that. But what I'm saying is, I don't want Rick to just say if it says High Republic anywhere in there because they may not even have like knights in it or something. It might just be like the High Republic or something. Don't fall into this trap. Yeah, I'm not falling to that shit trap. Out of you. It has to be called the High Republic. <laughs> Knights of the High Republic. You have to say, okay, see, you have yeah. to say that sentence. 
If it's I'll take truly that a remake, if... yeah. Okay. Well, this All is right, a right, virtual shake. It is written. Okay. All right, cool. What's next? E3. Mm-hmm. Will it return this year? It'll be online. <sighs> the optimist I... in me says yes, just based on Biden's vaccination plan, we would hope to have. Yeah, still, that's going to take some... There's going to be a lot of kinks to work out, so I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to do another summer games. It, it's a lot of planning, right? Like, they would have to have that shit done well in advance. Like They, they would need to start planning right now. But think about this. Even if 90% of the people of the population of the U.S., 90% of them are vaccinated, would you feel comfortable going to a convention with tens of thousands of people? No, but that's a personal thing. But that's a personal thing for you. But I'm sure that's a personal thing for so many people. No, 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 no. I get, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, there, there are people that are going to want to go. You would at least have. Maybe it might be like a small, like very small sample. I don't. That's the thing. It wouldn't. There would be no point having like a super small version of E3, like with small groups of people. But I think, it, I think one more year of online would be. Good well, it enough. wasn't even online last year. Do you think it happens online? Do you think it happens at all? Like, it'll be a more refined online. There was no E3 on there. E3 did not happen at all in 2020. Well, I know, but they did other things to like everyone just streamed their own. They thing. didn't. The ESA did not do anything. That was Jeff Keighley. So do you think, I mean, maybe E3 they could, will maybe they could have E3 and then ask everyone to, Hey, send in your videos and trailers and what you were going to okay, do. So is that what you're saying? E3 will happen just online. Like the, something E3 branded will happen. Yeah, maybe it'll be E3 will just collect everyone's like videos and stuff. I'm like, okay, here, let's put it all together and have your own show, but it'll be on E3 online. I think just based on like, I think what we're getting at is whether or not we're going to have like another like kind of summer games fest kind of thing again. And I think the reason we had that is one, because Jeff Keighley just wanted to do that, <laughs> but also because there was just kind of like a very short term ism about it. Like, shit, it's canceled. How are we going to do this? Um, but I think now that they've kind of gotten through that, they've had a lot of time to prepare. I think they could easily have like prepared for a virtual conference where they would have like kind of more organization around and they could do that over the span of like however long they would want to do an E3 conference for, as opposed to kind of spacing everything out over like the three, four, five months they did. Do you think companies come back and do that on the ESA schedule though? Now that they've had the freedom and to do it however they want, whenever I have they a want. theory. Go for it. There is, I guess, not rumors, but there's confirmation that G4, the video game uh, TV is network, coming is yeah. coming back. I will highly suspect that that is going to come to either Hulu or maybe Netflix or at least some like major streaming platform, and they will cover Peacock. and basically almost have a um, their own kind of like basically E3 through them. Where instead of, you know, you, me, Zach, and Chance just hanging out, watching it on your couch, we'll be able to do the exact same thing, but on our TV. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably the main goal for that, just because it's a great way to kind of reach the masses, get the news out there, get the hype out there, and sell more systems. And that's all I have okay. to say about E3. So I think something E3 branded will happen, but I do not think any of the big three show up for it. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. Oh, no, it's going to be I mean, all developers. I think you might get, like, maybe EA. Ubisoft. Maybe Ubisoft, but Ubisoft did their forwards. I know, like, if they don't if they don't come back to something E3 branded, that's the end of it, isn't it? That's, like, the death that's of the it. That's the end of E3, yeah. Yeah. So. I miss E3. I didn't realize I was going to miss it so much. Like, I miss that. Like, more, more I, th- I, I think I miss more of, like, the event of it all. What was nice about E3 is that it was just kind of, like, Obviously, all the announcements, everything was kind of like a celebration of like kind of everything that was about to be happening over the next like few years. 
and obviously like being able to just kind of like get together and just kind of like hang out because we've decided to make an event of it. You've already said your stuff. <laughs> I know, but I miss it. Babbling now. I miss it. <laughs> no, we got one more here. So, uh, which of the big three, which of the big three is going to have the best year in terms of first party releases? Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft? Chance. The best. What do you mean the best? Like the most popular games or the most sales? The most quality games. Like the highest reviewed. It's, it'll unfortunately probably be Sony. Why is that unfortunate? I don't know. I feel bad for Microsoft. They're kind of on the back burner of things, but uh, they're kind of still playing second fiddle right now. What um, the fuck? <laughs> well, and, well, I mean, I, they have a lot of coming up, but like, you know, they bought all these studios and they're working on all this stuff, but I don't think it will come out till like, little ways down the road till they start coming out with good quality games and stuff, like, like really good, like, you know, it's catching up to PlayStation's God of War. What and, the f- fuck does uh, sony have right now like come on i mean potentially this year coming out sony could have god of god war God of War is not happening this year it could have horizon god of war is definitely happening for sure it could it's gonna have death loop horizon's probably happening uh do we think death loop is coming to xbox this year maybe yeah depending totally. on how long that exclusivity is it depends on how long the exclusivity is i mean if, it, if it's even like when's it's it supposed to come out when's it supposed it's to come supposed out to come out Mar- it's april no, April, May, May. May. I mean, you're cutting so it close there. Months, it could be. A, well, yeah, you're looking at like the last month of the year. I think it would be Sony as well, from review standpoint. I feel like a lot of Microsoft is going to hinge on Halo Infinite. Well, Halo Infinite, but Halo Infinite was delayed. Remember that. No, I know. Halo Infinite was supposed to be out. Yeah, so I know. What was their big game this year? Like Starfield. That's if Starfield comes out. Like, I feel like it should. I counterpicked it's, it. It can't. <laughs> it can't come out. Like, if it comes out, I'm fucked. If it comes out, I, I feel lose. Like, like, I feel like Starfield has, like, at this point, has, like, a 60% chance of coming out, to, in my eyes. Because it's it was announced so long ago. It's been so long since the last big Fallout. Like, Fallout 4 was, what, 2017, 2018? Yeah, but Fallout 76. But that was, like, it was, was supposed that Bethesda to be big. Game Studios, or was that someone else? Plus, that took, like, 10 months of development time. By, by the looks of <laughs> post-launch <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know i feel like there's there's a possibility starfield could come out you have 12 minutes which is their platform exclusive right now you have oh second knots is not exclusive i don't know you could have a forza game this year too so yeah i mean playstation could also have a gran turismo game no but i'm gonna say nintendo because breath of the wild 2 is coming out this year i am also gonna say nintendo just because come the fuck on like who like a lot of people bought switches this past like what two years yeah their 2020 was not great yeah last year was not a great year for nintendo and they sold a shit ton of games what they had the Mm -hmm. mario 3d collection they had animal crossing and animal uh, crossing was huge for them not much else but still they fucking killed it so um I'll get to this in my predictions, but I think Switch is going to have a great year, like a game-changing year. Switch is primed to have a, a great year. Primed. Ooh, I see what you're doing there. All right, you want to get to our predictions <laughs> now? Yeah, so let's start with our predictions. So we've each come up with predictions. We're going to do three predictions total and then one wild one. Three yeah. predictions and then one shoot for the stars to the moon prediction. Uh, and then these predictions could be regarding anything. So it doesn't have to be gaming. It could be movies, TV shows, pizza. I don't know. Taco Bell. I want pizza. Taco Bell, yeah. Whatever. 
So let's start with Zach. Why don't you go first? Uh, okay. Um, my first prediction is we as a podcast will get a triple A review code this year. Ooh, I like that. That's nice. Okay. That's positive. I love that. Thanks, Zach. It's positive. Any guesses as to what that will be? No. Because <laughs> okay. we got a triple A review code last year. I know with Half Life Alex, but Half Life Alex. I know, but I'm ca- then... I'm not VR. We're gonna get, we're like, get just, two. We're we're going to get at least one. We will get at least one triple A, not VR. We're gonna get um, Halo Infinite day one once it releases code. on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> I, I for the if they gave us Halo Infinite just as a review, a week, shit your pants. Yeah, just I just, I want to play that campaign. Pat would lose his fucking mind. Like. At, that would be we, absolutely insane. What 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 will happen? They gave us Ori. Microsoft Game Studios gave us Ori. Yeah. Review code last year. So yeah. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility. I know. That's why Microsoft, I said that if you as were a prediction. If you were listening, listen to our Ori review. The person who reviewed it did a great job. Give us give us. He hand. never says we do a great <laughs> job on our reviews. Only his reviews. He hates the rest of us. Uh, that's not true. I think Half Life Alex was a great review. I think Spider Man Miles Morales. Fuck off. Paper Mario. Oh Call of Duty was a great review. Call of Duty was good. Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal, which is still <laughs> our highest listened to episode. I don't Microsoft, know why or how. if you're listening, <laughs> how, how much are you paying people to download that? <laughs> he went on, anyway. He just got a bunch of bots. Right, Rick. What is your first prediction? My first prediction, and I'm, I'm kind of going a safer route right now, but late February will mark the 35th year of The Legend of Zelda. Yes, it will. I think this is exactly word-for-word a prediction. We remember what Nintendo did with the 35th anniversary of Mario. So I'm assuming... I'm going to guess one from the Nintendo 64, which would be uh, Ocarina. One from... uh, And that'd be really sweet. It'd be so nice if they did Ocarina and Majora's Mask, but whatever. I'll, I'll take Ocarina. And then um, Wind Waker, and then uh, not Skyward Sword. What's the other one? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah. So that's going to be the 3D collection. But if they do Skyward Sword two, that'd be amazing, as well as Majora's Mask. Um, if they do like a Zelda 3D All Stars kind of version, that would be amazing. And then also at the same time, announce Breath of the Wild two, Zelda 35 anniversary, boom. Big Nintendo Switch thing. That's what I want. That's what I predict. I agree with that. I think they also add the caveat of we will stop selling the Zelda collection March 31st, 2022, just because we can. So, yeah, that was like pretty much word for word mine, except I had uh, Skyward Sword instead of Twilight Princess. Fuck you, Pat. I just think because they (laughs) haven't done Skyward Sword, you know? Yeah. All right. Chance, do you do you have predictions? Yeah, I have several. If you think they're okay. stupid, just let me know. Um, <laughs> you don't need to I, tell Pat twice. <laughs> Pat is ready. Uh, and this happens all the time. PlayStation VR two announced. Yeah, that's word for word one I had as well. Um, well, I didn't have VR two. I said like the second PS five version. version. Yeah, PS five version of PSR is shown, which could be the PSVR we have right now, just working on PS five now because it doesn't. It only works with the PS4 version yeah. of games, which do you guys know if you have Hitman 3 for PS5, you have to download the PS5 version to play it normally. 
well, not you don't have to, but you should to get the the best looking game. But then to play the PS VR version, you have to download the PS4 version and play that on your PS5. That sucks. Using PSVR, you have to downgrade. That's that's not that's not ethical. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I think they. That's a problem they need to solve like this year. I can read all your predictions on your phone from here. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. You don't have your glasses. I have. Zooming I mean, actually, that makes sense because two of you guys have word for word my predictions. Exactly. Yes, so. we're just reading off All your right. phone and to screw you over. All right. So, I is anybody counterpicking that or whatever? I think that's a Zach pretty is. good prediction. Zach's not counterpicking. I'm not. It. I'm not counterpicking it. So my first prediction. Let's let's do my only one that is not gaming related right now. Black Widow, the movie, will reference Victor Von Doom in some form. That's a hard one to challenge, and I like it. Yeah, whether that's post credits, whether that's somewhere in the movie, they will reference Victor Von Doom at some point. They will start laying the groundwork for that Fantastic Four movie. All right, did we want a snake? So does Pat want to go again, and then we work our way back around? Yeah, Pat needs another one so we don't steal his shit. Yeah, I'm tired of reading his phone. So going back to gaming now, uh, Sony's unannounced San Diego studio is doing an Uncharted game that will be revealed in 2021. Not not released, revealed in 2021 and it does not star nathan drake not challenging so chance <laughs> you would be next yeah i would be next okay another one i think mm-hmm. uh sora from kingdom hearts will get finally get into smash bros Ooh, that's a smash good one game. that's nice he's a highly requested popular character that could easily get in there i mean they have is he the final fantasy in there yeah why not his disney characters that you know yeah let him have this. Yeah, I can see it happening. What I think it's going to happen. Every, every, it's going to happen. You should challenge it. I will it, challenge it. Fuck it. I I, no, it. don't. Ch- challenges. Boom. There it is. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, weren't supposed you, to take, you weren't supposed to take the bait. All right. It's been done. Rick? I'm going to predict that Remedy will reveal their next big project. Remedy will what? <laughs> Remedy will announce something this year. <laughs> no, no, no. Remedy, like, they, they've been building up to something. And I think their next big project will be revealed, and it's going to basically tie in their entire universe. Does it have Alan Wake in the title? No. It'll have a reference to Alan Wake in the title. Does it have control in the title? No. But it'll involve both universes as well as Quantum Break. I don't think they have the rights to Quantum Break, so I don't think you should include that. All right, then I'm just going to say Remedy is going to have their, their like Avengers. like Remedy's going to have something big. They haven't done what am I writing down as this prediction? <laughs> like, Remedy, Remedy will big. announce a, a new game, right? A new game mm-hmm. that will tie in both Alan Wake and Control. Like, it'll involve both of them, but it will not have either. Like, it won't be a sequel to either of those games. Okay. Yeah, it'll be its own thing. Is anyone counterpicking that or challenging it? I don't think it'll happen, but not enough to counterpick it. All right. Zach? So, mine. Um, will be Super Mario Odyssey 2 will be announced this year. I'm counterpicking that. Zach, you're just giving him free points. What do you mean? I don't get points for counterpicking. I'm, he's losing points. I lose points <laughs> if that right. happens. Oh, okay. Well, then you're screwed. <laughs> Fuck you, then. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next prediction, or I guess this would be my final one, wouldn't it be? Do you still have a wild one coming up? Right. Black Myth Wukong it's not will be shown. No, it's not coming. That's not my prediction. No. Black Myth Wukong will be shown at like an official like direct or forward or at E3, whatever branding it is, if it occurs. 
kind of want to counterpick that because I think they're not going to talk about it at all this year. I don't want to counterpick it because I want it to happen. Counterpick yeah. it. Is anyone counterpicking it? No, it's a trap. I'm not doing it. I'm, not, I'm not falling for it. Rick, counterpick it. Rick, what is your third one? This will be Rick's third one, yes. Yep, that'll be my third. Starfield release date 2021. I like it. I like it a lot. I think for consistency's sake, I will challenge this. Remember, Zach, last time, you challenged <laughs> a lot fine. of my stuff, and you fucked I know. <laughs> <laughs> this this just means tomorrow they're going to announce Starfield. I am and then at the end of the trailer, say, fuck you, Zach. <laughs> we'll edit that in. All right. Chance. chance? Okay, Chance's turn. One. If anything, Rick, you should be happy that I'm counterpicking it or challenging it. Why? Because if I'm always wrong, you would be correct. You are usually wrong. I know. Eventually, it will come due, Rick. I am due my correct decision. It has to happen. <laughs> Some dogs don't have their day. I believe it's Chance's turn to have a prediction. Yes, Chance. It chance. is your turn. Okay. I think the floor X- recognizes Chance. I think Xbox will reveal a new Elite controller with a Dual Sense, similar to PlayStation. You mean a haptic feedback? Or yeah, like a haptic feedback. <laughs> with a dual, it'll just have a PS5 controller. <laughs> right, it'll like it will have a dual sense. <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll be it'll be a PlayStation controller with an Xbox skin on it. Okay, so you're gonna say Xbox will reveal with an some Elite kind of haptic, with haptic feedback, feedback, like yeah, something like some kind of new, some kind of haptic because they already have haptics in, in the, the. Well, I mean, similar to like PlayStation's controller, whatever that is. I don't know, like the similar to the dual sense. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in there similar to the dual sense. Yeah. Is that controller coming out this year? Are you adding that to the prediction? I said they reveal it. Wait, has this been challenged? No. I will challenge. challenge Rick is challenging it. Patented technology, so... You want to challenge too, Pat? We can double challenge. <laughs> you know what? Let me change my prediction. Um... Nope. <laughs> you can't change it. Nope, it's too late. <laughs> you even doubled down. You're like, this is what I said. Fuck you. God damn it. Um, all right, so my last one, right? Uh, you'll do your third, and then you will do your wild. And then the wild is what is what like some crazy, like shit? a crazy shoot, shoot super for the stars. out there, like yeah. like your dream no, prediction. No, no counter picks for a wild. How about that? Yeah, like that would be something like oh, like something you really want to happen that's super unexpected. All right, we get a Marvel game announced that is not Spider Man nor Avengers. I'm challenging it. All right. <laughs> Does it include iOS for like Android? No, no, no. I'm talking about like you're a, talking console a, a console game, right? console slash PC game that is not Spider Man or Avengers, a new Marvel game announced this year, not revealed, announced. Such as this isn't it, it doesn't have to be one of these, but like you know a, a Daredevil game or a Punisher game or something. Not a Spider Man game. Not Spider Man. Okay. Not X Men. I didn't say that. <laughs> all right all right uh pat what's your your wild prediction max Payne 4 from rockstar fuck okay. gta they're going back to max Payne. Ooh, i like it chance your wild prediction i don't know if this is wild enough but i think halo infinite will be delayed again is that not wild that's wild go for it go for it yeah i, I think, think that's it, wild i, think, I want to like, count nobody that. thinks that it will because <laughs> I, it was i'm ready kind to of be surprised early. that you went down the more negative route for that yeah. i like it chance that, yeah, that's a, that, that's a good one a thousand percent that's not happening they're not delaying that game until again. it does okay hey it, it's wild prediction rick you're i wild will prediction. pizza bet you right now if you want oh 
No, I'll just leave it as a prediction. I, I'll even make it more specific. I, I will pizza bet you that November 15th, 2021 is the date Halo Infinite will come out. That's not fair. You've been talking to Microsoft people. I already know. I'm not. I'm not yeah, that's that's why you've I, been emailing been them for emailing uh, them. for yeah. beta codes and stuff. That'd, that'd be that'd be cheating. He's making all these predictions. It's all this ends. No, I'll just leave it. I just say I'll just say it's gonna get delayed. All right, all right, Rick. Your wild prediction. I'm gonna say. Finally. Metroid Prime. No number. Uh, uh, no, honestly, it's so wild. I'm not going to name a number. I'm not going to say remaster. I'm not going to say remake. I'm not going to say sequel. All I'm going to say is Metroid Prime. Okay. Announced or like re-revealed or on, released? On the Nintendo anything, Switch Pro? Anything Metroid Prime, I think, is what he's going for. We're getting okay, something right. Metroid Prime. There's been not a word of Metroid Prime watch, in the longest Watch this time. year. Watch this year, they're like, not Metroid Prime, but we'll do a 2D Metroid. <laughs> Rick might kill himself. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a child coming. I have to survive has, for my, my baby boy. He has purpose in life, okay? He has purpose. He's not going to do don't know. He had everything to live for, but... This yeah, isn't 2019, <laughs> Imagine that eulogy. So Rick, Rick had so much potential to be such a loving he, husband and father, but we did not he get He even Metroid made a Prime. killing getting money from GameStop stock. But they didn't announce Metroid Prime. They didn't announce Metroid Prime, so. (laughs) Also, he couldn't buy GameStop stock with GameStop gift cards, so he killed himself when there was no Metroid Prime. No, I don't give a shit about Metroid Prime. I think 2D Metroid is going to (laughs) happen. Zach, what's your wild one? My wild prediction, Titanfall 3 will be announced as in development. Ooh, that's a fun one. I'm going very positive with my predictions. I like it. Yeah, it's so cute. Why did I say no counterpicks for these goddamn? Because it's wild. <laughs> that's the fucking point, Pat. Yeah, that's like, the point. The whole point is that it's super fun. unlikely, but it's something we want okay. to happen. So, so for Rick's one, it's not a counterpick, but I want you to put in parentheses. Pat says 2D Metroid will come out. Okay, I w- I will put in there in red. <laughs> Actually, I'll put it in a different color. I will put it in, in magenta. No. Magenta. Fuck it. You want it in magenta? Mag- okay. Magenta will be the potato taco bet. So not a whole it just shows up. Pat as gets black, a special treat of a potato taco if if I lose that. All right. So those are our predictions. Zach will <laughs> keep a score. I will keep a tally to go tally, whatever to go through them. Chance is the only one who didn't challenge anything. Chance didn't challenge anything. He's the only one. I don't want to lose. I don't think Chance has ever challenged anything. Yeah, that's my strategy, and it hasn't worked. So I'm just going to stick to it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Stick to your guns. I love it. (laughs) He's a man of consistency. So, yeah, those are our predictions. Uh, We will do another prediction one probably if there is an E3 or like a Summer Games Fest before that. And then we'll do one before uh, Game Awards as well. And then we will tally everything once all of that finishes. To determine the Nostradamus of the year. Yeah. Which last year it was Rick. Or Rick was Game Awards. I was the first one. Want... Don't forget about that. Chance, I was, I was Chance, champion the first time. Chance was E3 Nostradamus. Rick was... 2019. Rick was, I think... Summer Games Fest was me. Summer Games Fest was Pat. Rick was Winter Game uh, Fest. Where were you, Zach? Were you in there somewhere? Zach has not won any of these. I won subpar subtitles. Hello. Uh, Zach couldn't predict Tuesday on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> now I know Titanfall 3 is not coming out this year. Support subtitles. Wow! 
So speaking of subpar subtitles, this is our first one of the year. Let's and go. We're starting fresh. Can we skip it? Zach won 2019. Yes. So 2020, actually. 2020, whatever. <laughs> I, Rick time is a flat circle, man. What year is it? We we don't even know. It's 2021. What the fuck There's do you no mean? There's no way kind of to calendar. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Subpar subtitles is a game we like to end the podcast with, where we take the principle that game developers like naming their games with title colon subtitle. So that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E. For example, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Is that is that a subtitle or is that just the whole title? No, Immortals colon Phoenix Rising. Basically, uh, I take that principle, I come up with a fake subtitle, and I intermix it with a bunch of real subtitles, and it's our panel's job here to figure out which one is the fake one. So, uh, three points for a correct answer, and then we will keep track the entire year. Uh, so far, everybody has zero. We're starting at a clean slate. Yep. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Everybody else ready? Uh, yep. All right. Trails of Cold Steel 4. Among Shadows, Beyond the Crystal, Paint It Red, and The Hero Slayer. Let me say that one more time for those of you listening at home. Trails of Cold Steel 4, Among Shadows, Beyond the Crystal, Paint It Red, and the hero slayer. Chance? Start with Zach. I need first. to think. No, don't start with me. He picked you first. I don't want to start off like I did last time. I need to think. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. But Zach, what do you choose? Go with C. C. Um, or Wait, C or B? C. 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 Okay. Beyond the Crystal. Rick? I'm also going to have to go to, with C because Beyond the Crystal sounds so stupid. I don't even think like an iOS game could come up with that. Chance? You said Among Shadows? Among Shadows. I like it because it sounds like Among Us. So I'll just go that one. So Chance is going with B. All right. So now for the twist. So you can either keep your answer and you will get three points if that is indeed correct. Or you can risk it all to say all real or all fake. And if that is indeed the case, you will get six points. What do you choose, Chance? There's no possible way, like ever, that you would ever start off subpar subtitles with an all real or all fake, so I will just stick with my answer. Chance is sticking. Zach? They're all real. <laughs> Zach is going all real. Rick? I will stick with C. Rick is sticking with C. Okay, everyone ready? The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 4, real game. Towaga Among Shadows, real game. Beyond the Crystal, Ginger Beyond the Crystal is a real game. Oh, thank God. <laughs> this next one that is Chicken Police, bro. <laughs> chicken Police painted delivery. red. Come if, on. if somebody had guessed D, I would have been really pissed off because right? you've been talking saying about saying this by so much. <laughs> And Skull the Hero Slayer. Yeah, real game. Let's go. They are all real. <laughs> Chance, Chance left. <laughs> let's go. He's like, there's no way. He's like, there's no way. And I was sitting there like, this is exactly what Pat. The second he said that, I'm like, it's all real. I'm going for it. Like, I'm committing to it. I wanted I, to stick with it. I kept it, a and then straight it, face, though. I kept a straight no, face. No, I know. But like, him saying Chance, Chance. 
Chance, Sorry, you saying... I got my internet. My internet flickers for the first time. Chance, you saying that there was so no chance... Convinced that's, a, that's, me a, that's unfortunate. Audrey. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, Chicken Police was the only one I knew, and I was just I, like, I'm I, sticking I, with I it. Couldn't and even, chance- I couldn't even cheat right. <laughs> what do you I'm mean? Like Shadows that said it was a movie on the freaking Google. Oh what? my god, he was Googling it! Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I get what I deserve, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. I get what you fucking deserve. He's like, I can't even cheat right. <laughs> uh, I, I was... I was almost cracking when you're like there's no way he was doing all real or all i was sitting there i'm like i was like you know what chance you're right there is no way and that's exactly why he would do that. <laughs> i i went with the reverse like oh yeah like he he knew that we would that he would do that so connect he would, the dots. They, yeah fuck it was like yeah. a quadruple bluff i was sitting there and i was like i know chicken police is d i i wanted to pick that just to make you upset but i was like no nah, there's no way like all right so, Zach starts off the year with a big lead, a total Good. of six points. Yep. But anything can happen. The year is still young. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns. Talk about how Chance completely fucked up that. Pick at the <laughs> end there. At the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. We are on Twitter at TugPod, T-U-G-P-O-D on Instagram at T-U-G underscore P-O-D, on Reddit at r slash TugPod, and on Facebook at the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Obviously, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TugPod. We are doing our full playthrough of the medium. The finale will happen tomorrow night, so if you're listening to this on Monday when it releases... You missed it! All of, all of it's already out. Go check it out. Follow us. Get us closer to affiliate status. Um, and then don't forget to subscribe and leave us reviews on the podcast. Five star reviews for us. One star review for every other podcast. Because like my friends who like were never really super into Titanfall that love Apex. And I'm just like, you don't even know what you're missing. You're missing the best parts of Titanfall. You're missing the Titans. You're missing the wall objectively, running. Like, Apex is terrible, right, Chance? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs>